Welcome to Proverbs 31 by Design. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can live in alignment with their priorities. The topic of today's podcast is how to have more peace in your friendships. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You can download it for free on my website, tinaheisman.com. I would also like to invite you to my private Proverbs 31 community on Facebook, where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search Proverbs 31 by design in the Facebook search bar. All right, let's dive in and talk about friendship. So the reason I felt inspired to talk to you about friendship is because in the past week, the topic has come up a couple of times with women that I have been speaking to, and one friend story in particular really resonated with me and motivated me to write this. So I have a friend who recently told me that a woman she has been friends with for most of her life is giving her a hard time because she doesn't have as much time for her anymore. And so the other friend is not being very gentle to my friend. She's being very direct and pointing out the things that my friend apparently does have time for that don't include her. And so that is what's happening right now. And I feel sad for both women in this instance. For my friend, the reason that she isn't able to spend as much time with her friend is that she feels like she's struggling to keep up with everything in her life. She has three children and her husband travels a lot for work. And so she's really busy right now. And then for the other friend, she's probably sad and worried about losing her friend, right? She's seeing things change and it's all really uncomfortable. And so we can see both sides of the story here, but from both women. And I think that we can have compassion for both women. But in my opinion, the way the other friend is going about the conversation with my friend is not helpful. And in fact, it's hurtful to a friendship that is already being strained by a new season of life. But so often we're not taught relationship tools and how to communicate our hurts in a way that will bring us closer together. And a lot of times the way we handle our hurt feelings drives us apart. And so that's what I wanna talk a little bit about today. And so one one tip that I have for you today and something that I do when I'm feeling um, a dis, you know, like a disconnect in a friendship is to ask myself, how would I want to be treated in this situation, right? And that goes straight to the Bible. Do unto others as you would have them do unto other to you. And so just thinking about that, like how would I want to be treated if I was the really busy mom in this situation, right? And then another question that I like to ask myself is, what would love do in this situation, Or like, what would a loving response be in this situation? Because the truth is, you guys, love always wins. Love always wins. And so if we can try to recognize that we're having hurt feelings and channel it into a loving response, it's going to reduce the distress in our friendships and help bring us closer together instead of drifting us apart. And you know, something else that is said in the Bible, and I'm sorry, I don't have the exact scripture for you, but how iron sharpens iron. And just that when we have these disconnects and distresses in our relationship, 
there are opportunities for us to grow into a new, higher, better version of ourselves. And so if we can look at them that way, then they, we really are using these friendships and allowing God to use these friendships for the greater good. And so trying to remember that when we have this struggle in a friendship, that this is an opportunity for us to grow. And so I know just now I've shared with you a few more theoretical ideas. And you know me, though, I really love to talk to you and give you practical things to use. And so I want to share three different practical concepts with you that have helped me in my friendships, and I hope that they can help you in your friendships too. And so one is a concept that I learned from Brooke Castillo, and it is the concept of relationship manuals. So we all have relationship manuals for all of our relationships. And what that is, is an unwritten book of rules that we expect our friends to follow. And so then when a friend doesn't follow something that's in our manual, we get upset. So I want you to imagine this manual, this rule book that you have. Close your eyes for a second, unless you're driving, please don't close them then. <laughs> but see this, see this rule book in your hands. Now imagine when you meet a friend for the first time and you're so excited, you're making a new friend, imagine handing her the book. Like this is a book of rules to follow in order for me to be at, at my best and you to be at your best and for this friendship to work, right? And so it's essentially saying like, in order to be my friend, you should do this and you shouldn't do that. And it does seem like really outrageous, doesn't it? Like that you would actually hand an actual rule book to your friends. Like we would never do that. That's insane. But the truth is we have these rule books written in our heads. And how you know you have the unwritten rule book is when a friend does something that frustrates you or makes you feel hurt. That should be like your little your little notification, like ding, ding, ding. Ah, okay, the friend just did something that goes against something in my manual. And then you can take a look at it and see what it is. So how about a practical example? Imagine you are feeling upset with your friend because she can't meet you for coffee this week. And you think that she should make time for you because it's been a while since you got together. And because she's not making the time, like you feel frustrated. And that's probably because your friendship manual says that she should be making time for you this week. She should have said yes, right? So that's kind of how it works. That's just one simple example. But the truth is we need to throw these manuals out because it's just, it's really another word for expectations. And we all know about expectations, right? Expectations and these rules are attempts to control the behavior of other adults to make them do what we want them to do so that we can feel happy, right? And so that doesn't work with adults. Now with kids, right, we can have a book of rules for our kids. They're our children and they are, we are training them up. But an adult has already been trained up and they get to do whatever they want. They don't need parenting. They can make whatever decisions they want. And so I think it really helps. This concept helped me so much is just knowing that if we will drop the expectations of how other adults should be, we will have a lot more peace in our life. And so that's the first practical tip I want to share with you is to be looking at where you have manuals for how you want people to act and like letting them go, just letting them go. It's that easy and it feels amazing. So amazing. And just realizing if you have a friend who's upset with you, that what's happening is you're not corresponding to what her book says. And so that is, it just brings peace. Like it just takes away, I think it takes away like ugliness and 
negativity and it just helps you see it with clear eyes without a lot of terrible emotion around it. It's just, it's just a manual. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not following her manual. No problem. We can talk about that now, right? If, if we're not upset and angry, we can have a conversation about something that's productive. Okay, so that's the first one. Now, the second one is the concept of unconditional love. And that means always loving our friends, even when they're not following our manual, which we were supposed to throw out, remember? Right, just throw them out. So imagine this. Without a friendship manual, when your friend says she can't get together for coffee, you don't feel a negative reaction from it because you have unconditional love for her. You are understanding and you're compassionate and you don't take it personal and you just accept it. And you know that it says nothing about you at all or your friendship that your friend is just in need of time spent on other things right now. And so that, just that unconditional love and just holding the love for her in your heart anyway, even when you feel disappointed, like it's okay to feel disappointed that your friend can't get together with you. I'm not saying we shouldn't feel disappointed, but what matters is what we do with that disappointment. Like, do we take it out on our friend or do we just work on it within ourselves and treat our friend with unconditional love for who she is, right? I have had the blessing of many friends over the years who are gentle with me in this way. And I just treasure that. I think that's a wonderful gift from a friend, that unconditional love and understanding. And so that was my second tip for you is just remembering unconditional love and trying to hold that feeling of love in your heart for your friend, even if she might be doing or saying something right now that's feeling uncomfortable, because that will help you look at the situation from a place of peace instead of a place of anger and frustration, right? Because once again, conversations that come out of anger and frustration are generally not good for anybody. We've got to get ourselves to a place of peace first. Okay, and so the third concept that I would like to share with you today is the concept of friendship baskets. This is from Christian author Erin Smalley. She wrote a book called Grown Up Girlfriends. It is a great book, and I would highly recommend it if you haven't read it. So Erin says that women have three main spheres of friendship, and she calls them friendship baskets. You can kind of imagine it, and I like the imagery. (laughs) So one basket is going to be a collection of maybe 20 to 100 women who are your acquaintances. You're friendly with them, but you don't necessarily spend a lot of time together. Lots of small talk, right? It's all it's all good, but that's like a bigger group, more on the outer sphere of your life. And then the next basket of women is smaller. There's maybe only 5 to 20 women in this basket. Like these are close friends, people that you do talk with like through the ups and downs of life and These women are probably women who have children in the same school as you or in the same activities as you, or maybe they go to the same yoga class as you. So this is a smaller basket of women who you are making some intention with, but it's probably more so that you're put together, right? Like you're put together in the same activities and general area. And so then the third basket of women is the smallest, and this is just between one and five women who are your closest friends and who know you intimately and deeply. And these are the friends that you're really intentional about building your friendships with. And so I like this concept because I think it's helpful to remember that we don't have to be best friends with everyone. And I also think it's a good way to assess the friends that we have and see who fits where. Like, are we making enough time for 
our closest basket of friends? Or are we spending time out with women who maybe are not necessarily in that closest basket? And if we're doing that, we can ask ourselves why. Like maybe, maybe it's okay. Maybe one of those women's going to come closer into a close basket. I don't know. But it's just a helpful tool, I think, to looking at what our friendship circles look like. And all of these friends are very valuable. And something I want to mention, which I alluded to a second ago, was that friends can change baskets depending on the circumstance or the season of life. Like you might have a best friend from high school, but she becomes more like an acquaintance in adulthood just because of proximity or location or busyness. And then I know that this particular place is where a lot of hurt feelings can come in. Like when we have a friend who was in a close basket but then goes out to the acquaintance basket, that's kind of where a lot of hurt can come in. And I just want to share with you that it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. It's just a fact of life. And you have all heard the statement, I'm sure, that we have friends for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, right? Some friends are there for just a reason, some for a season, and some are there forever. And accepting that will bring us all more peace in our relationships, just knowing that friends might shift baskets from time to time. And I also heard another concept recently that helped me with this. And that is the thought that the friendship is complete, If you have a friendship that has ended, whether it was negatively or positively or abruptly or slowly, it's much easier to handle the reality of the situation when you think of the friendship as complete. Trusting that you were friends with that person exactly as long as you were supposed to be, and that's okay. One friend of mine recently shared a story about how she was really good friends with a mom, like in the top five, when they were raising their babies. And then they just slowly started growing apart as the kids got older, right, and going their own ways and doing their own things. And nothing bad happened, just directional changes. Now, the funny thing is they work out in the same gym, but neither of them really makes an effort to try to rekindle the friendship. They both just accept it as it is because it's complete. It's served its purpose. And it's so much easier to treasure that friendship for the time that you had it instead of making it mean that it should still be going on at that same level when it's just not possible based on life, right? And I think that's so peaceful and and something that we could all consider to help us bring more peace into our friendships. And so I, I know that this isn't easy, especially when friendships go from a close basket to an acquaintance basket. And I just want to honor all of you, if you have ever been hurt by a friendship ending, I know that it's not easy for anyone at all, and especially when there's hurt feelings involved. And so I hope that the concepts I shared today and the thoughts will help you have more peace on it. And and I would like to offer a prayer today for all friendships. God, we would like to ask you to please bless our friendships and help us to do our best to love our friends as we would want to be loved and to give lots of grace when we're feeling hurt in our friendships, and to heal any wounds that any of us might have that were caused by fractured friendships. So girlfriends, I know this is easier said than done. If you would like some help sorting out friendship issues, reach out to me for a complimentary call. I would love to guide you. And don't forget to join me on Facebook in the Proverbs 31 by Design community. And also go to my website and download my free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. 
And hey, if you love this podcast, if you have time to go over to iTunes and rate it for me, I love seeing those five-star ratings. It makes me so happy. And I think it will also help women know that this podcast is worth their time. And so I so appreciate that. Thank you so much, girls, and I'll see you next week.